Welcome to Kicking It Java Style with Cassie Marie. Yep, I'm still using the Marie. I cannot believe that it's actually been a year and a week since I started these podcasts. So we are starting with season two. So maybe we will see that I've grown hopefully a lot in the last year in areas, but I'm pretty sure there's still areas that I'm still growing in and will be growing in for the rest of my life. But let's do season two because a lot has changed since 2018 in July. I love Facebook memories because it enables me to look back and see what all's happened over the last few years. And actually a lot has taken place in the last two years for sure. Because two years ago at this time I was setting up my new home which was actually my first actual home. Um, I've lived in apartments since uh, the kids' father and I got a divorce, and I've lived in other people's homes. I've lived in travel trailers, but an actual house with a yard of my very own and a place to hang out, that was like my first time in 24... No, that's not right. Let me see. Well, over 15, possibly 20 years. I don't know. I've lost track of time. Now I live in a duplex, I guess kind of back to an apartment, but this thing is so, so amazingly huge. The living room and the kitchen area are as big as my tiny house that I had, but it's still, I have a big backyard. I have a front yard. I don't use it. I have a front porch, a back porch, so it is actually still a home. I don't hardly ever see my neighbor or hear them or anything, so it's really not much different than if I had an actual just individual house. It's pretty cool here, and you know, it's in town, but it's on the edge of town, so there's country. There's hay bales, um, big round hay bales right across from me. There's cattle. Uh, right behind me, there is all kinds of country life surrounding me. So it's pretty neat to be in town and in country at the same time. Let's take a short break and listen to this sponsor real quick. So back to looking back over the last couple of years. It's pretty amazing. When I came here from Texas, I had close to $300 and that went pretty quick. I stayed with my daughter. Um, it was supposed to be, you know, you've heard me talk about it before. It was supposed to be a temporary situation, and it just turned into a permanent situation. And I, you know, didn't know what to do at first, so I stayed in her home here in Welch, which was empty. They had bought a home and were remodeling it or fixing it up a little bit and getting ready to move in it when she graduated from college. So I had an air mattress. And I blew up my air mattress, and I think I had a, I don't know, maybe a TV or something. Seems like I had a small TV. I don't quite remember. Had my little dog with me and a few of my items, and so I made one of the rooms into my own little sanctuary area. Had a lawn chair that reclined that was pretty cool, and that's how I lived for about four months. And then they moved in, and so 
I had uh, a few more of my things here and I took one of the rooms on the opposite side of the house and I stayed with them. Let's see, I guess I stayed a couple of months by myself. I stayed from the middle of March until the 1st of June by myself and then I was there June and July at her house and you know I wasn't sure what I was going to do I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to get to go back and the marriage be restored and worked on or what so I hesitated for a little while to find work so that $300 went quickly and I believe there was one other time that I was able to get some money out of the situation not you know out of it but my ex-husband did pay a payment and gave me a little bit more money so probably around $800 there's a reason I'm telling this because out of being basically not homeless because I had family to stay with but having nothing pretty much uh, owing on a car having lots of bills that were mine and no way to pay them and not knowing what to do I started cleaning houses Actually, I started trying to do Aflac and nothing against Aflac. I think it's an amazing company. Didn't like the leadership I was under. And so that just wasn't panning out for me. So I thought, you know, I'll go back to the talent I have that I always have, you know, fallen back on and used, you know, so many times in my life is my cleaning business. And I was, you know, doing that when I was in Texas as well. And so I thought, you know, this is something I've done for like 30 years. Let's do this started asking around I think I posted on Facebook and started that in probably May June something like that by the end of July I was full-time and by August September I had to hire help by the first year I had to hire more help and so I guess what I'm trying to make a point is is there's not excuses. You know, I could have made all kinds of excuses. I could have said, you know, but I I might want to go back to Texas or I'm I'm emotionally distraught. I mean, I was pretty much jacked up and I'm still overcoming a lot of the stuff and the trauma and the very intense couple of years that I had. But I didn't make excuses. I did the hard work. I done what I needed to do. I put myself out there on, you know, social media. I had word of mouth people helping me, you know, that way. But I did the hard work and I built the business. And I know, absolutely know that I did not do it alone. I never tried to take credit for anything like that. If I do, I apologize. I absolutely know that I had the favor of God on my life and him helping me. And we all have that same favor. We just forget about it. So built the business up. It is, you know, I don't, I've lost count. There's over 21 houses and we have rental properties that we clean and we have make readies that we do. And so it's absolutely grown into an amazing opportunity and income. So I see just exactly how far things have come in two years. And then, you know, as uh, this last summer during the floods and stuff, I had to move like I said, into the bigger house. So, so much has happened. I did have to file the bankruptcy and I hate that, especially since I'm in financial service business now, which is reason 
the reason I am is because I want to help other people not to have to go through this, not to have to have devastation. I did have to file bankruptcy, and I could have gotten down about that and felt like a failure. And I did. I struggled a little bit with that off and on a lot. And then I just realized it's a, it's a tool that God, you know, was okay with me doing a restart and that I had his grace and I had his mercy. No, I'm not an advocate for going out and racking up your bills and filing bankruptcy. I do believe God gives us grace and mercy to get out of some bad, bad situations. So I did file the bankruptcy. Another miracle happened. They never came and got my little Jeep Compass. They just decided to let me have it. So I don't have a title where I can trade it in or sell it, but I'm driving this thing until, you know, the wheels fall off. And I'm praying and believing for that to be way, way, way down the road so that it keeps me going on the road and doing this business. I think one of the biggest obstacles that I struggle with in my life at this point is fear. And that has been deeply installed in me from lots of loss in my life. And that fear is almost like sometimes I find myself holding my breath, waiting for the next horrible, bad thing to happen. Uh, Someone to walk out of my life, something to happen to the ones I loved. And I have to literally just go to God and, and ask him to help me and to calm myself down and to remember what his word says and to remember that I have to trust him. And like last night, I was getting ready to go to bed and I just cried out to God and said, God, please help me because I am afraid. I'm scared and I feel like I'm constantly holding my breath and that something bad is going to happen, and I don't like this feeling. We have absolutely got to be honest. He already knows what we're feeling, but I think the honesty isn't necessarily for him because he already knows. It's for us admitting it so that God can wrap his arms around us and give us a great big hug and make us feel secure. So I, you know, talk to God. I'm like, God, please help me with this fear, this constant state of fear A lot of bad things happened in a short period of time that I believe built up into my my, uh, thinking and my body. And I've been hearing people talk about damage done to our DNA from trauma. And I think our body holds on to those toxins and we have to take time to heal. For me, I'm not sure exactly what that looks like completely yet. I've started journaling. Um, I am trying to walk in the mornings. Uh, It is raining here. So I just between episodes or between um, recordings, because I there's little segments in here, it all goes together. So you don't really always know that. But I had to listen to a conference call. And that's through my financial services. It's a coach that coaches us. So I took time and did that. And then I got in the floor and I did my plank challenges. And I started these over. I was doing these and I start them over every so often because they're 30 day challenges. I did my plank. I did my wall push up because I am not strong enough yet to do a floor push up. And I said yet because we have to start where we're at. So I did my wall push ups. I did my wall set. I've journaled and I have to do things that, you know, heal my body, heal my mind. 
I have this new app. It's called Abide. I'll see if I can put a link in the show notes. And it's called Abide, I believe. And it's Christian meditation. It has different sounds. You can pay for the app or you can do the free. I'm doing the free at this moment. And it in the morning, it's like a, a devotional to peaceful music. And I just let that music play after the devotional reads. And I just go ahead and journal my thoughts. I write my vision down for what I see. I see my family having fun in the backyard. I see all three of my grandkids playing together. And I write down, you know, I see myself baking with my granddaughters. And I see Christmas, the best Christmas ever here in my home. You know, I see myself traveling to different, you know, states, speaking to people and encouraging them. And teaching them that, that no matter how far down they've been beaten, that they can rise and grab a hold of God's hand and rise up out of that. And, you know, you guys are going to crack up. But I am sitting here in my chair using my hands like you guys can see me. But that's funny. Anyways, just a little side note. Some of the goals that I'm working on are are the physical, the mental. Uh, I'm working on my businesses. As far as my cleaning business goes, the main thing I'm wanting to do is take it to the next level and get a professional tax person to start helping me with holding out Social Security and things so that I don't end up in retirement with nothing. Uh, I would love to hire a team leader that would take this business and expand it, and that would be amazing to be able to expand it in some different areas and have different teams you know, have a manager of those teams so that one day when I am traveling, speaking and ministering and working the financial service part of the business, that I have, you know, a trustworthy system in place. Uh, The financial service side, I really am struggling with that because it's a stretch for me personality-wise. And I do believe God has a plan and a purpose for it. It's a tool because my my total dream is ministering and speaking and doing conferences and doing those kinds of things. And so this is a business that I can take anywhere with me, be helping families at the same time. And I guess my biggest struggle with it right now is being able to network and to connect with people to present this to and to have the courage to present it without feeling like I'm inconveniencing or being pushy. So I am working on those skills. I'm listening to podcasts. I'm doing whatever I can to get my mindset better. Have a confession that I do um, that I actually just started implementing. So I need to do that faithfully. I am so very ready to take this podcast and start doing this podcast with other people and bringing people on here that can encourage you that have more success in their life than I do that I can learn from. So I know I've talked about that before and I'm getting there. I I honestly feel like I have been put in a location that's like an island. I mean, there are people around me, but I feel isolated from the world that I've known. So I'm waiting for the right opportunities and the right people to get on here and do this podcast with me. And, you know, my friend Robin's going to come on here. We're going to talk about the difference in relationships and 
friendships in our in our life and how different we are, but how God put us together to help each other. So those are things that I'm looking forward to. I'm excited about season two. I'm excited about what all is happening in the next few months to year. So I can't wait to share this all with you. And thank you for sticking with me. Please help share the podcast because I am trying to work on improving it. I'm believing for bigger and better things. Uh, I am going to try to set up my system on Saturday and record a podcast with my microphone and see if it sounds any better than on my phone. But you know what? I listen to a lot of big podcasts like Rachel Hollis and uh, Jennifer. I forgot her last name. Allie Worthington. A whole bunch of major big podcasts. And a lot of them record on their phones off and on. So I know I'm not the only one out here doing this. Well, I got to go get ready. Got some houses to clean. And it's going to be a long day. Thank God it's cooler outside. So y'all take care. God bless. And I will be back. Oh yeah, go check out my website. Dreamcatcher320.com We're still working on that, but it does have a different look now.